0: Let's jump right in with, um, with release part six. So this is release part six. Uh, right now, I'm just going to go through our release confessions um, before we jump in with release part six. We've got five of them. Um, and first one is, you know, God is saying that this is the season, the time, the period where his people will experience release. Uh, and again, a lot of us are already experiencing release and getting get text messages and emails and say, listen, I think this is what it is for me. I think that's what it is for me. And so I'm happy anytime I'm experiencing the release myself. And so I'm happy anytime that, uh, anyone's experiencing this and you send it in because it just confirms that, you know, God has us right where, uh, he, he, that he's got his finger on the pulses of the people who are here. You know what I mean? And that, and, and so it confirms that what I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit, um, Uh, is is really where we are. Uh, uh, Number two, the confession number two was, if God is going to release uh, to me, then I need to make sure that there are no issues uh, in recognizing and receiving. I gotta be tuned in. I gotta make sure that I don't have any issues uh, that's hindering me from recognizing and receiving what God is releasing to me. Number three, uh, I am deciding, because it's intentional, I am deciding to let go of everything behind me in order to pursue the things God has for me and take nothing with me that does not belong. Uh, That's number three, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, Number four, I will not allow what I'm going through now to break my spirit uh, and have me believing that my release is not coming. Uh, I will not be deaf and unresponsive to the voice of God. Uh, And the fifth one that we have so far is uh, I will be an active participant uh, in this ministry of reconciliation given to me. By God, it's not a spectator sport. God has given us all gifts, He's given us all talents, and He's given us all—not just the pastors, not just the evangelists. He's given us all this ministry, as it says in Second Corinthians, of reconciliation uh, that that He is working through us, the same way He worked through Jesus to redeem man back to Him. So, release part six. Um, uh, we're going to be Mark chapter ten. Uh, Mark chapter ten. Uh, we're going to start at verse seventeen and going to read down to thirty. And so, we're going to spend a little bit of time reading uh, tonight. And so, uh, uh, again, uh, Mark chapter 10, we're going to start at 17, and we're going to go down to 30. Uh, I'm coming from the New King James Version. Uh, Let's see, Mark 10, 17, uh, 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 30. Here we go. Now, as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked, Good teacher, what shall I do that I might inherit uh, inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandments: do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. He answered him and said, "Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth." Then Jesus, looking at him, loved. Him. Listen, Jesus looking at him loved him and said to him, "One thing you lack." It's, it's so amazing. This is not even the, the lesson, but it's just so amazing how Jesus. Even in his correcting, this man looked at him in love. There was no anger. There was no um, uh, uh, malice. There was no judgment. There was love. Like, yes, you've been doing all of this. And he loved him and said, but there's still one thing. And he said it with love. That should be the guiding principle of how we deal with one another. All right, anyway, uh, one thing you lack. He said, go your way, sell whatever you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. uh, And come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Uh, Here we go. Verse 23. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is it for those who have riches to enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. Uh, But Jesus answered again and said to them, children, how hard is it for those who trust? Here we go. Trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible, uh, but with God, for all things are possible. Uh, i uh, say that again, verse 27. But Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God, for with God, all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, see, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, There is no one who has left house or brothers or sister or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold, watch this, now in this time, houses, brothers and sisters and mothers, children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. Many who who are first will be last and the last uh, shall be first. So here we go, y'all. Release part six. It's all about the confidence, all about the understanding that it is coming back, okay? Watch this, that that I don't have to fear, I don't have to be worried about release, I don't have to hold on to these things that I wanna hold on so tightly. If Jesus says, let it go, and he says, not one person who has let go anything for my sake or for the gospel's sake, well, you will get it back, watch this, 100 fold in the same that you let go. We're gonna watch this, here we go. But I wanna talk about this conversation because the whole conversation with the guy that we call the Richard Young Ruler is what really set this whole thing up, okay? So watch this, it comes on the hill of this. Uh, He asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life, right? So Jesus then gives him that rundown. Jesus says, well, you heard the commandments. You heard don't commit adultery. You heard don't murder. You heard don't steal. You heard don't bear false witness. Don't defraud. Uh, You heard honor your father, honor your mother, right? And so he goes through all this stuff. He goes down the resume. This guy says, I've done all of this since I was young, right? Now, it wasn't until Jesus started talking to him about things to let go that he had a problem with it. Okay, so so here we go. He gets the list of of do this. Don't do that. Thou shalt. you heard the law Honor your father and mother don't commit adultery. He gets the whole list of things to do. He gets the to do list. He gets the works. He gets the routine. He got the religion. He got the thou shalt not the thou shalt. He went through the whole list of that. I'm fine with that. Done it since I was young. And Jesus says, All right, well, now it's time to let go of something. Now it's time to release. Now all of a sudden, the guy got a problem. He can't do that. The whole list of things to do. It's so funny how we have this issue and we have this problem when it comes to letting go of things that we consider valuable. We're talking about release, y'all. We're talking about deciding to let go of everything behind me or anything that, that I cannot take with me right? when God is leading me to where he wants me to go. He had no problem with that list, but when it came to release, when it came to letting go when it came to giving it away. That's where he had his issue. Now watch this because we can't miss it. It, He got sad was the first thing, right? Uh, The Bible says, uh, uh, I'm trying to get to that point again. It says, verse 22, but he was sad at this word. And then what did he do? he went away. Now watch this. He was sad. That's right. That's right. My gotta let it go. I love it. Type to me. He, he got saddened, and he was faced with the reality that he had to give something up that he placed value on. See, we don't mind giving up things that we place value on. And to be honest with you, sometimes when we're trying to grow, we don't mind giving up things that we know are bad. But what about the things that aren't necessarily bad or sinful, but they got to go because they can't come with us, right? And so he tells him to give it up. Now he got sad. That's a natural reaction. When you come to the reality of, whoa, this has got to end. This has got to stop. I've got to let go of this and I value it. That sadness, watch this, is a natural reaction and an emotion. There's nothing wrong with you because you left it like, because of that. Now, now, of how you feel, right? There's nothing about, wrong about the way that it made you feel. Uh, it's not about how you feel. It's about what you do. Here's this most important part of this of this particular part in, in verse in, in uh, release part six. This is so important. Watch what he did. It said he was sad at at this word, and he went away sorrowful he walked away he was sad and walked away it's all it's one thing as far as the tragedy is the fact that he walked away and didn't follow jesus right because he had those possessions but the tragedy is the fact that he walked away because he had most he had these possessions then in the next verse jesus looks around and says to the disciples how hard is it for those who have riches to enter the kingdom jesus then starts teaching Listen, the tragedy is he walked away before Jesus started teaching the lesson. Jesus looked on him and Jesus loved him. And then he says, you got to give this stuff up. And then he sad, and then he left. And the moment he left, Jesus starts teaching him the lesson. Listen, don't leave before the lesson. Don't walk away before God imparts to you what he's trying to teach you in this season. Listen, I'll get it. I'm sad. I want to release. That's that's right. Don't leave before the lesson. Listen, I get it. Having You got to let this go. And it made him sad if he could have just hung around. Listen to what he would have learned if he would have just hung around. He would have learned that, yes, it is daggone near impossible for a rich man to make it into the kingdom. But he also would have learned that it is also possible with God, that you can still make it with God. Then he also would have learned the lesson that, yes, you have a lot of stuff. But if you give it up for Jesus' sake and for the sake of the kingdom, that you will get it back 100 times, watch this, in this life and the next. He walked away before he even understood the blessing that he was going to get by releasing. And sometimes we we, we hear this from God and God is, uh, and the Holy Spirit is bringing things up to us and and is showing us things we got to let go, showing us things we got to release, showing us things that cannot go with us. And we get sad and we refuse to move forward because we can't handle the heartache and the hurt and the sadness that comes with releasing some things. And the problem is, is that if you don't release these things, you're going to miss out and we walk away before we learn these lessons. This man, listen, this man uh, uh, quit before he even learned anything. He gave up before the purpose and reason was even explained and was sad and walked away. You can be sad and stay. Uh, 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 Now, understand the context. I'm talking about when God is asking you to release something. You have to walk away from him doing it. I'm saying you can be sad and emotional about that and stay for God to then encourage you and for the Holy Spirit to explain to you these things. Jesus was explaining everything he just told this young man, and he walked away before he heard the lesson. Listen, you got to release, and it may be hard, but please do not give up and leave disobediently and, and not learn the lesson. You might as well stay and learn the lesson. Here we go. The release. Letting go of whatever or whoever may be hard, but do not leave before the lesson. God is calling you to release. And some things may make you sad, and it may be hard. There may be people who've been using you like a crutch, and God is telling you to release some of that stuff. There may be some things that have been causing you anxiety, and it's literally because you're holding on to it. And he's saying, you've got to let that go, right? He says, whatever I release for his sake, Jesus says, I will receive back 100-fold in this life and in the next. Here we go. The whole kingdom economy works differently, and we've got to understand, this is why we've got to renew our mind And start thinking the way the kingdom works Let's go to Mark 8, Mark eight thirty-four. Mark 8, 34 through 38 Time moves so fast, it's already 7.45 um, Mark 8, 34 uh, uh, 38 Happy Cinco de Mayo, by the way um, Here we go uh, Mark eight thirty-four. Uh, Mark 8, 34 through 38 Here we go uh, uh, When he had called the people to himself With his disciples, he said to them Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, let go of yourself, let go of your plans, let go of what? Let go, right? Deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Watch this. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life, watch this, for my sake and the gospel sake this sounds this is the exact same language he was using with the rich young ruler in the lesson in, in the scripture that we just talked uh, talk about right whoever um uh, whatever you lose he said whatever you lose for my sake and the gospel's sake right now here we go right here he's saying that using the exact same language verse 35 for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. Now here we go. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in, in this adulterous uh, and sinful generation, of him the son of man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father and the holy angels. Jesus is telling us here, and in some translations it talks about the type, the, the more we hold to things, we'll lose it. The more we cling to things, we'll lose it. In some translations, watch this. What he is saying is you try to hold on to these things. You're trying to save your life. You won't let go of it. The tighter you hold on to this thing that you think you need, your grip is actually, letting it, is actually having you lose it. You holding on to your life, you holding on to these things is actually what's causing you to lose it. And you letting it go, you releasing it to him for the gospel's sake and for his sake is actually what's going to save it. That the tighter you're holding, listen. Some of us are holding on to people because we think that those people need us, and I can't let them go. And I've got to be this for them. I got to be that for them. And God is saying, you're holding on so tight to them, you're actually going to lose them. Like there, there's lessons they got. And so let it go. Release. There's some things we got to release. In order to save it, I have to release it. He's saying that the tighter you hold on to this, he says, if you try to save your life, watch this, it says, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel, you will save it. Some things are only going to be saved in our release. Come on. Some things that we're trying to save are only going to be saved in our release. We're holding on to things because we think that that's the way to keep it. But in reality, that's the way to lose it. That the salvation of that thing and, 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 and God doing his work in your life and God doing his work with that thing is all in your release. But because our minds are different from the way the kingdom works, that we think in order for me to save it, I got to hold on to it. I can't release it. I, got, I can't let it go. No, no, So we're like the rich young ruler. He doesn't even understand. He left before the lesson. He didn't understand the fact that, that, that God is saying, listen, whatever, Jesus, Jesus said, whatever you, you uh, release or whatever you give, whatever you let go for my sake and the gospel's sake, you're going to get it back a hundred times in this life and the next. Come on, y'all. I'm not, I, and, and there was a time sometimes you get afraid to confess those things. But I, I, I believe and I speak from authority. I speak from faith and I speak from the Bible when I say that there's not one person on this Zoom call one person attached to impact that will give up anything for the sake of Jesus and for the gospel's sake. Watch this. That's not going to get it back. Listen. You may have had to wait 50 years. You may have had to wait 60 years. You may have had to wait 70 years. You are going to get it back in this life and the next. And you got to understand too. He says we give up houses, brothers, sisters, and he said you're going to get it back a hundred times in houses, in brothers, in sisters. And now even uh, uh, now we can go a little more in depth as far as like, it doesn't mean everybody's going to have 500 houses, (laughs) but what it means is, I mean, when we become that community in that church, when you give it up for the gospel's sake, there's no reason why Crystal, why, why, why this place that I'm in now, not house, ain't Crystal's house, or why it ain't Impact's house, why it ain't Mike's house, why it ain't Nisi's house. You have given up and so now you gain and you gain in brothers. Well, we can go deeper into the theology about it. That's not what this lesson uh, uh, here is about, uh, but maybe we should do an, an extra study on that. As a matter of fact, remember, coming up pretty soon, we're gonna go verse by verse through each book of the Bible. Um, um, and we're gonna do a verse by verse uh, 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 study on what was said and so and so we'll probably we, not probably we will get to this in the verse by verse, so we can kind of break down break that down we say when he says who gives up houses brothers sisters mothers it, it will get it back a hundred fold in houses we'll go through all that stuff when we do the, when we do the verse by verse bible study but the the, the the point is especially in mark 8 is that we think that we're saving these things by holding on tight to them but really we're not we're losing it and the way and the way to save it come on y'all is in our release and now I want to look at, at, at verse 36 there. Let's go back there again where it says, but what will it profit a man if he gains the world and loses his soul? See, the problem is we, have, we don't have an understanding of what it means to gain and profit. We think gain is profit, but gain is not profit. Profit is different from gain. A, a profit is what you, what you have when you gain minus what you lost. And so, <laughs> and so if, you, if you lost more than you gain, then you haven't profited anything. And so, and so just because I have something, it depends on what it costs me to get it. Now watch this. I, so I have my own company, right? It's, a, but, but it's not a T-shirt company, but I'm going to use a T-shirt company as an example. Now watch this. Watch this. Uh, so There's there no profit in gaining the world, but losing your soul, right? But it costs your soul. Watch this. That means you're operating in a deficit. That means you're coming out of that transaction, gaining the world, but losing your soul. You're coming out with a negative balance that way. So if I have a T-shirt company, right? and it costs me $5 to make a t-shirt, right? It costs me $5 to make a t-shirt, but I sell those t-shirts for $3. I'm losing $2 every single time that I sell one. So yes, I'm gaining $3 because I just sold you a t-shirt, but I lost in the end because it cost me more to make the T-shirt than the money I'm getting back on it. I am now operating in a deficit, so there's no profit, y'all, and that's bad business. And sometimes we walk in and we do these things when it comes to life, and, and, and because we're not operating in the kingdom mentality, and we're doing things that's bad for business. I want to gain, 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 but then I look at what I lost, and I come out with no profit. I come out with a deficit. Listen, some of us aren't reluctant to are reluctant to release. And you got to understand your reluctance to release is bad for business, it's going to cause you to operate in a deficit. Yes, you're holding on holding on holding on. But you got to understand you're holding on to this thing. And that's going to be the only thing you have that which you hold on to. Listen, the, the, the return comes when there's a release. The return comes when there's a release. There's no profit for me to gain the whole world but then to lose my soul. Uh, so so the, watch this. So what happens is then if it, if, if it profits me nothing to gain the world but lose my soul, then it must be a profit for me to lose the world or, re- or release the world, watch this, and gain my soul. Even if it means releasing some things. If it means I got to release some mindsets, I got to release some habits, I got to release some attachment to material things, I got to stop buying jeans, y'all, and tennis shoes. Watch this. I got to release some people, etc., etc., etc. This is the list of things to say, listen, if it profits me nothing to gain the world but lose my soul, then I must operate in a profit. And the only way I operate in a profit is if I release the world, watch this, for my soul's sake, then I'm operating in profit. The return is in the release. Watch this, y'all. We got to start confessing this. When we start thinking about these things, spiritual, kingdom mentality, we got to say, listen, I will not operate in a deficit. I will, I will not gain things that cost me more. I am not operating in a deficit. Watch this. I will not even break even. It won't be an even transaction. I will operate. Come on, y'all. In a profit. Jesus said it's coming back. Yes, that's right. For my soul's sake. You got it, my. Watch this. Here's our confession. Here's our confession, y'all for release number six, then we out of here. Uh, man, it's already been twenty three minutes. Watch this, it, here, here's what it is. I am coming out of this, watch this, with more than I had before and more than I had to let go combined. You can add it all up and I'm coming out with a prophet. Come on y'all, this is what Jesus says, this is the confession. That I am coming out of this, that this whole release situation, remember we said that God said that we are in a period now where people are going to experience release. I am coming out of this release season, okay? That's right, see, I'm coming out with a prophet. I am coming out of this release season, watch this, with more than I had before and more than I lost combined. Add up what I had before and add up what I had to release and add up what it seemed like I've lost. You can add all that up and I'm still coming out with more. I am operating in a profit, but that profit comes. The return only comes, y'all, when we release. You hold on to stuff, all you're going to have is what you held on to. The return is in our release. Let's pray, and then we can take some questions, if anybody has any, anything they want to add. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for helping us to understand, Lord God, that the return is in the release. Help us to release. Help us to have the faith and understanding to know that there's not one thing that we will let go of to lose, Lord God, in this life, uh, for your sake and for the gospel's sake, that you will not return 100-fold to us, Lord God. And so we speak, Lord God, that we will start to see these 100-fold blessings and these 100-fold returns for the things that we release. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.